Welcome into this carrier update, Donnie. Going to start by looking at the reefer head haul index. So the difference of outbound volumes versus inbound volumes. There's some interesting things here, given the size of some of these markets and their backhaul reefer markets, right? You don't talk about Ontario or Atlanta being backhaul markets ever. Well, let's not use the word, quote, backhaul. Let's use the word underbooked. And, and, and that's not, and you're, and you're exactly right. We don't talk about these as much being underbooked. Now, Fresno, big, yeah. big reefer market. It was showing deterioration on the last chart that we had, yep. but yet it's overbooked, meaning there's more loads than trucks in that market. Mm-hmm. But yet um, LAX and Ontario showed improving rejection rates yet it's overbooked, meaning more trucks than loads available. Mm-hmm. So we have some backwardsness on the West Coast, go figure. Uh, but moving across here, we've got Fort Worth, shows overbooked, but Dallas is right beside it. Yeah. So we expect some migration uh, from it's these It's a pretty trucks. level, it's, it levels itself out in yeah. those two. Atlanta in the Southeast, that's, that's why a lot of people want to avoid the Southeastern reefer right now, because it's very tough, it's going to push those rates down. Uh, I picked my lanes of the day, my favorite one going to Charlotte. But now that, you know, remember looking at this, maybe that's not the best one. But you look up in the Midwest here, you got Indianapolis is overbooked with some markets around it that are blue, some reds, yes. You got um, Juliet there uh, that's overbooked as well. Some Milwaukee there, Green Bay. You have a lot more loads in this Midwest here that are overbooked. And you want to keep your trucks running to these markets. You'll have the best opportunities to get loads. Yeah. Not guaranteed. It all revolves around how much volumes are in that market as well. Yeah. So I like that's why I put volumes on here. I would like to have higher volume markets that are blue. So maybe try to run your trucks out of Chicago. Maybe try to run them over to Allentown, PA, and then Allentown back. Yeah, you know that Allentown to Chicago lane is going to be cheap. This is going to pay, and and then you hope this averages it out to be a decent rate. Yeah. So where you're not losing money. Yeah. You don't lose money. If you're making money one way, you can afford to lose a little the other way because it'll balance it out. But or maybe if you it, can make it break even, at least break even, then you're going to have a good lane. Yeah, exactly. So knowing your cost is so important yeah. in this time frame. Or even running them out and back this way. This, because remember, these are areas people don't like to go to. Exactly. So running outside of the box. So I want to bring this map up. This is a great one to use right now. Point your reef. You can bring this up and drive in. Point, run to the markets that are in blue. Mm-hmm. All right, let's check out some diesel fuel. All right, we saw the rack price, wholesale price jump up. We knew diesel followed a little bit. Now the rack prices drop back down. I've noticed this in our market. I've seen fuel prices drop as from about 415, 425 down about <clears throat> 375. Yeah. That 375, 385, those stations are hard to find right now. Mm-hmm. Majority of what I see driving around Chattanooga is $4, 415. Yep. But you can find them. Uh, and this is going to be some of the effects that everybody's going to see. Now, what effect is it going to have? It's come down a few cents. But it's not but, anywhere near where it needs to be. Yeah, correct. If we go to the uh, <clears throat> split here, it's now back up to $1.33 between wholesale and uh, retail. This is kind of where they wanted to be a long time ago, but they let it relax but then we saw more volatility enter back into the, the rack, rack price. price. So are they going to kind of say, hey, let's just let's not really drop it too much. Maybe a penny here, a penny there. The half a cent. Of, no, of course, the stations aren't doing half a cent. A day. It's an average. 
<clears throat> but a little bit here, a little bit there, that makes it run down a half a cent a day. Yes. And try to keep this spread open because, as you say, in a day, it could drop back down to a dollar. Yeah, it, that's the, the kicker is you have these, you can have a 10, 20, 30 cent swing in a day just because the wholesale price can change so rapidly, right? Yeah. Versus the retail price, which doesn't move a whole lot. I mean, even look at it. I mean, we've moved, what, a few cents in a month? But now it it is a big increase. I mean, we were talking in July, we were just under just $4. $4. Now yeah. we're still above four fifty. <clears throat> But I mean, look at the the volatility difference in the rack and the retail price, right? You see, you see more dramatic swings versus a more smooth line. Yeah, we're going well below, you know, maybe uh, if we can get below three dollars, two seventy five up to literally three seventy five. So we've seen a, a probably a dollar swing here versus just a fifty cent swing on the retail. Uh, but it's all going to depend on how the station owner feels because these stations. They're not owned by the Exxon and the BP. Nope. They are independent owners when we talk about these truck stops. Absolutely. Well, Donnie, thank you so much for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you again a little later. Right now, we'll hand it back over to Bill and Thomas.